Welcome world to 801 Horror Cult. Guess what today is? But our second anniversary. And we have special guests here. Now, anti-pants over there, she is not allowed to speak because she's insane. But uh, we also have got Mary postmortem. It's true. I'm here. And the Phantom. Yep. And, of course, me, which is the uh, identity crisis of all identities, Marcy. I think you're going to need to add an ambulance driver. Yes. Looks like old chuckles. Anti-Pans is about to die over there at the yeah. quarter. She's, she's we, lost her mind. We need her to die, though, because today we're discussing, <laughs> of course, spooky things, but special spooky <laughs> things. Anti-Pans. Have you composed yourself now? Yeah. Can we breathe pull in? it together? <gasps> breathe out. <What>? Okay. <laughs> Namaste. Now that you've come back to the earthly realm, yeah. what? What? What did you what? see on the other side? Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. Dressing. Dressing. Carrots. Cucumbers. For the... Skinwalker Ranch dressing. Yeah. Nice. You better believe it. How and can we still talk about food after all that we ate? Because my belly has digested some and I might need some more. That's I fine. know. We spent 25 to 30 minutes on that intro. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. You have, giggled, you have giggled out all of the calories. It's true. She it has giggled her ass off, literally. Yeah, I don't have much of a butt. It, it went missing in battle. <laughs> What, what, where's her butt? <laughs> what, what, where's her butt? We don't what, know. What, where's her butt? It's one of those epical mysteries. Epical. 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 Which we will find on the Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> oh. You hear that, people at Skinwalker Ranch? Let what? me come find my butt there, please. Yes. They've stolen your butt and my soul. <gasps> I feel we still won't find your soul. That's true. It's been sold it's, long ago. It's under go to the, the mesa. Crossroads and find the demon. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's a different episode. Join us next time when we search for Marcy's soul. Where is it? Where could it be? It's definitely in some sort of a dark crevice. A tunnel, maybe. Ooh. Speaking of wormholes, the skinwalkers. Speaking of wormholes. Speaking of skinwalkers. Tell You're us trying more, to open your soda. <laughs> oh, we're all like captivated. Like, yes. Yes. Well, How does it feel to be stared at now? I like it. Everyone should stare at me all day, every day. I got tired of looking at you. Hey. <laughs> That's what my mother said, too. The animosity Aww. between those two. Mm-hmm. But I'm it's not. so hostile in this room. It really is. Can you feel it? When you sit on the floor, you get spunky. <laughs> yeah. We got old I spunk. got all this room for spunk. <laughs> is it spunk or funk? She's a little funky. I shower. Tears is what's happening. Yes. We I wounded her. Yes. Much like the poor individuals that visit the ranch. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of the ranch. Which you have to sign waivers for. You do have to sign waivers. You may have to sign a waiver to continue listening to this episode. I think we should have got do. a waiver and read it. <gasps> oh, man. Like you did with the white salamander letters. Or, that would have been awesome. for the episode description, put a waiver. Nice. Like, viewer discretion as advised and then put a waiver. Yeah. In order to listen to this, you have to have no break. <laughs> no, that's when you're doing the research. You that's, only get yeah. so much. That's true. Yeah. Zero it. So, uh, 
Miss uh, Antipants, are you going to start us off in this adventure into the skin walkers? Skin, 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 walk, 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 Sure. <laughs> nice. Nice. At least you kept it in the, the spirit. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. So, Mary? Yes. Before we start, <laughs> I just got to point out. We're free in the knees. Uh-oh. Oh shit, we're tied. <laughs> free the nipple. <laughs> Forget the knees. You guys aren't even free in the nipples. Well, titties popping you out everywhere. Are... <laughs> Listen, we've talked about making uh, nipple pasties and knee pasties. I'm just saying. I thought you were going to say, we've talked about a Patreon page. I'm like, you're talking about a different kind of page. <laughs> I'm talking about an OnlyFans. That is our after yeah. dark just program. Our knees. Yeah. It's just our knees with and various yeah. pasties. Yeah. Do you guys do knee, knee OnlyFans? I no. will now. I know there's feet only OnlyFans. I know, but are there There are there a lot of people out there that have a knee fetish. Oh, like, I'm not 100%. Even... If you have a knee fetish, please message us. We would no, like to know. I, I want to know. Dead serious. You don't even client. check. No, I had a client tell me that if I haven't had the back of my knee licked, I haven't licked. And I That's don't want to know. Did that sounds like it would tickle to the point you were Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like it would tickle to the point where you would kick the person in the face while yeah. you were doing That's it. That's the only reason to get your Does knee your client licked. want to oh, lick your knee? I, she <laughs> wants me to have my knee licked. But does she want to do oh, it? Oh, I thought Maybe they were offering was... to lick the knee. No. That's what it seemed like she if they brought it up. She does it with her lover. If knee any of you would like to so lick the back of any of our knees. She kind of feels weird about it, and she wants other people to do it, too. So, so wait a minute. Got... So, like, instead of like is this an, instead of a 69, is this an 88? Yes. <laughs> mouthing the back of each other's knees. 88. It will yes. go on for infinity. Yes. Twice. Yes. It's, it's kind of a leech. Think about it. Like, your knee is, like, bent, obviously, and the bodies are bent. So, it's like so that's how we unlock together. the wormholes. <laughs> At the skinwalker. You don't know love until you've you done an 88 the on the knee. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's how you that's get the portal to open. I'm a wild girl. I'm not into 69ing. I like I'm going to 88 you until you go crazy. Can so then, if you want to take over Salt Lake City, go to the skinwalker ranch, you set up one dimensional portal opening there, and then you go downtown, set it up there, and you can move skinwalkers in and out. Hey! I Maybe like it's already being at. done, and we just don't know. Kind of like how Darth Vader moved the stormtroopers mm-hmm. a little bit. <laughs> you know, uh, All I can think of is everyone licking the back of everyone. Yeah, that's how you knees. open the portals. You know. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Other than licking knees, do you know that Robert Bigelow, who owned Skinwalker Ranch for a portion, yes, claims that aliens walk among us. I can believe it. Oh, well, also, so does Tom. From Tom, oh yeah. Which, you know what's weird, gang, is that a lot of what he has said came out in the UFO, uh, you know. The meetings. hearings? That's the one. That's We're going to get to that. Yeah, we are. So. We have a lot on the table for skin watcher. 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 We like to watch skin. We're- <laughs> I've been We're watching... epidermis peepers. That's what we are. <laughs> Your epidermis is showing. 
Simpsons. You sure do got some pretty <laughs> epidermis there. <laughs> Keep your eyeballs on the epidermis. It's flesh. My, ah! my, my epidermis is right here. Your and epidermis right here, has right been here. drawn on. So is your epidermis. I know. Do you, has your been drawn on? Either is mine. We're, you guys we're suck. really lame. <laughs> That's what we've come... Yeah, it's all about... but we're also the tallest people in the room. So That's they true. Can do. That is true. <laughs> what are you saying? A tattoo artist can't like reach your limbs? No, to tattoo? <laughs> no, they are can't. you both Bigfoot? Yes. Big fights. <laughs> Speaking of Bigfoot, I heard that Bigfoot likes to hang out in certain places. On the raft. Is that true? There have been sightings of it, and around there, because the reservations down there, they yeah. see skinwalker. So Bigfoot. Besides the brownies I made, thank you. The oh yeah, we brownies. need to bust into those. <laughs> That's true. I'm still digesting. Those will put yes. you into a sugar coma, so you might want to wait for those. But Fine. I made Bigfoot footprint brownies. They're, <laughs> they're adorable. They sophisticated. I'll cure Thank you. <laughs> so speaking of, but not limited to flanges. I want to hear the beginnings or what we know. The beginning of Skinwalker Ranch. So before that, <laughs> before the beginning. in the before, in the before time, in the long, long ago, before yes. the great scenes. So, <laughs> how? Well, like we'll kind of cover how it gets into the name of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, I know. Because it only will have. To- <laughs> I know how. Someone take Marcy's notes. <laughs> the planning of this episode. <laughs> so the earliest known inhabitants of the land um, played a big part in the name. Not fully, but a big part. So the term skinwalker was from a Navajo legend that translates to, by means of it, it goes on all fours. That's cool. I didn't know that. So the property lies on the land traditionally inhabited by the Ute tribe. Which also helped name our state, for those of you who didn't know. And I say this because when I was at work, someone asked me, they were Mm. a fan of our football, college football, they asked me what a Ute was. And I'm like, whoa. The Ute were an indigenous tribe uh, in northern Utah. Oh, so it's an Indian. I'm like. Uh, no, really not back, sure what we used. To yeah, it. I was yeah. like, uh, it's a Native maybe American. Boomer. Anyway, yeah, boomer. Boomer. <laughs> sorry, sorry, all the Boomer listeners, yeah. which yeah. I highly doubt there are any, but <laughs> because you know. we have twelve listeners, Disclaimer. and then yeah. they were what basically most of northern Utah. Yeah, so like the Uinta, ba- so like mm-hmm. where Wyoming and Colorado and Utah connect, that's like where a lot of the Ute tribe mm-hmm. is. And mm-hmm. then there's and the, the Navajo, the Hopi, mm-hmm. or the Paiute. Yeah. Just trying to give our listeners a little bit of a... Definitely. Yeah. So there's like where the Colorado River flows through the states, that's where you're going to find a lot of mm-hmm. these um, indigenous tribes that we're talking about. Ute, Hopi, Navajo. And you can also check out our, uh, what was it, the Lost Roads Mines? Yeah, we cover we that kind of more... too. Not you related, just a little bit more. Some of the others in that, too. Yeah. But it gives you more of a geography of that. And we're going to do a full-on flesh pedestrian episode. I love that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> flesh pedestrian. That's what exactly about our that. translucent creepy papers? <laughs> that was funny. Well, in theory, if they're all really just interdimensional, maybe a, which I will get into later, but maybe a skinwalker is really just something from a different dimension. 
Boom. There's, I, when we start talking about UFOs, I mean, it's not. Uh And then you also have to go back to like the the aliens dude how he's always like did our ancient ancestors well there ain't no more ancient than indigenous tribes right yeah so, yeah go on kira go on so in the navajo culture i said that weird um skinwalkers are evil witches with the ability to shapeshift into any animal or human Ooh. woman the skinwalker legend is not well understood outside of the navajo culture because it's like fight club Mm-hmm. You don't talk about earn it. Trust You're not you supposed to talk about yeah. such so things. I, it will invoke them and they'll in turn. I do have some friends that are Navajo that live, have lived on the reservation for most of their life before they moved here. Mm-hmm. And they have indeed seen some uh, strange oh, yeah. creatures. A uh, few types. Where it looked like half man, half dog standing on Ooh. its hind legs. And I wonder too, because they're in more, they are more in tuned with Earth than yeah. us whiteies, because we're just terrible people. But I wonder too if, for whatever reason, because they're more in tuned with things, they can see more things. Or if it's just interdimensional things and it's explained in their way. I think you have a point, though. The fact that they're more spiritually in tune or supernaturally in tune, the Mm -hmm. fact that they're in tune with the harmonies and like the the rhythms of the earth and then also consumption of certain herbs like peyote (laughs) or anything else. You can walk around your house in the dark and know what's going yeah. on too. Yeah. So you mix all that that she's saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like just anything that would expand. Plus like I, I would hope that a lot of like people who still follow indigenous ways they probably might have a better diet so their body's not being poisoned or their brain's not being poisoned mm-hmm. like by fluoride and things like that. So I think you're on to something with how they are more in tune and more likely to see it or experience it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have the ignorance blank. They, they, they have enough melanin in their skin and in their <laughs> Although, jeans that they're not washed out like us fools. We're washed yes. out hippies. That's what we are. <laughs> Although I will say, and I've said this in another episode, that uh, my friend's brother who does some uh, pro bono work out on the reservation, uh, he has been driving to and from the Navajo reservation and he has seen what can only be described as a dog body with a human head running next to his car going 70 miles an hour. Yeah, that's... A that's a pretty popular legend uh-huh. about yeah. the ranch, is that there is something dog-like that chase chase after cars. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. horrifying. And he, one, and he is a level-headed dude. He is not like me. He has <laughs> his head on his shoulders. And he, like, I totally trust that he saw what he did. I still would be like, I want to bet this dog, but I shouldn't. I know. He was driving 70 miles an hour. It was running next to him, looked him straight in the eyes, and then nope. ran ahead. Nope. He should have been like, man, do you work out? I mean, yeah. there is a, quite a few dog breeds that can run 60 or so miles an hour. Shut up. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You have to, like, they're good for farms and stuff, and you have to literally follow them in trucks, and they'll herd. Shut so up. it's not a big stretch to, you know, if, especially if everything's ingrained in that culture, in that area, you know, and you're working with them. And that, you know, you you could see that kind of stuff. But, yeah. I mean, there's actual dogs. Mm-hmm. And not even special, like, 
old breeds or anything that can run at those speeds. Whoa. I didn't know that. And that's not just greyhounds. I'm talking dogs that look like collies and all kinds of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Really? Border mm-hmm. collies can zip wow. around pretty fast. And then there's, one, there's this Russian one that I can't even say Is the name. Is it a like, They're like, one, I think that's that one. I think they're like yeah. the fastest land dog that isn't a Because they're like, greyhound. they're like supermodels. They're tall and skinny, so they're aerodynamic. Yes. Yeah. They just cut through like a But butter. they're used predominantly, I believe, for um, farming. Our grandma mm-hmm. used to have one. So, wow. do you guys want to know how yep. the how, skinwalker yes. thing happened? Okay. How does, what, how, how does a regular Joe or a regular Bob become a monstrous skinwalker? So, I mean, you have to do a few, a few things to be inducted into the Flesh Pedestrian <gasps> Club. Like um, joining Satan's Club? Yes. But, yeah. basically, you have to kill a family member. <gasps> And eat them. Ooh. Along with other sure. stuff. Along with what? What was the last them one? Would be the hardest huh? part. You said eating them and then what what did you say after that? Along with other things. Oh, okay. But the other. big one that everyone talks about. Yeah, there's rituals it. with it. There's rituals. Gotcha. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. I didn't know you had to cannibalize your family member. Just one. I mean, if just you want to go ham and eat the whole family, maybe you'll be like a crazy... Antico. You'll be the skinwalker. Yeah, because I eat you. We have plenty yeah. of other family members that I yeah, could there's... almost name names that I think our direct there family is would go Someone after. else that deserves to die <laughs> before we get to our intermediate family. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, the legend goes on the whole that area. Mm-hmm. Where the Skinwalker ridges. Uh, so, during the time um, there was hostility between the Utes and the Navajo in that area, uh, members of the Navajo decided to unleash Skinwalkers upon their enemies, and those Skinwalkers stalk the land to this day. But they did that because the um, I don't want to say the wrong word. The Utes supposedly pimped out. Um, as slaves, the Navajo. Yeah. When, when and that's why they put the skinwalkers the on I, them. I realized they did that quite a bit to the yeah, enemies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This slavery is not cool for anyone. <laughs> yeah. No, and they would, yeah, they but would imprison. That's why the skinwalkers mm-hmm. were unleashed onto that land, to the Navajo land. It was interesting when I was doing my um, song list, and there was a song about skinwalkers done by, I don't know what kind of um, tribe the guy who did it was, but in the comments, there was a Navajo woman who was like, I hate how you're perpetuating this, like, degrading thing of Navajo women. Now I understand more why. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and the the mesa that is right adjacent to, is it on actual Skinwalker Ranch or is it right above it? But the mesa that they're doing the testing on. It's on. So it's mesa. on it. It's on Skinwalker. So that's, that's basically the Skinwalker, Skinwalker path. Or the ridge. Uh-huh. And that's so, where the skinwalkers are walk. So that's yeah. where they got the skinwalker name they, from. Yeah, they call it the path of the skinwalker, and then the mesa is skinwalker ridge. Yeah. So. Oh, so that's, so that's the where name came from. Yeah, that that's where it came from. Skinwalker Ranch, the title to the ranch, actually came later once Terry went to Deseret News, and then people dubbed it Skinwalker Ranch. Oh. Yeah, because before that, it was known. Did you, whoever owned it, it was just the last. Did you ever find the actual yeah. names that each 
of the people called the actual skinwalkers, like in their own um, native language. No. I saw that somewhere. I did. But I did, forgot to write it down. So I it, forgot to write it and I couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> no, I know, but I just, I found it interesting that we call it skinwalkers and they call them different things. Yeah. 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 So like the, the, the Pueblo, the Apache, the Hopi, the Ute, and I think the, I think also parts of Ure indigenous cultures all have their own version of a mm-hmm. skinwalker. Yeah. Yes. And a skinwalker is a white person's word because they're shapeshifters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, just like Navajo is technically a white person word because they go by Dene when they're in their own cu- culture. Or like Ute goes by something else that I can't oh, pronounce. Really? Yeah. They're all just like um, people in Germany. Like German is a white person's word. It's not Deutsch. Yeah, it's and in Japan it's like Nippon. It's yeah, not Japanese or anything. So we all we all rename really? stuff, but they want for white people to call it Japan because yeah, you know they're mm-hmm. superior. Right. Wow. <laughs> um. So with the shape shifting, they are often seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears. But they can take the shape of any animal. Owls they, are a big one too. They then oh. wear the skins of animals that they transform into. Hence the name Skinwalker. Um, sometimes they also wore animal skulls or antlers atop their heads, giving them more power. They choose what animal they want to turn into, depending on the abilities ne- needed for a particular task, such as speed, strength, endurance, stealth, claws, teeth, etc. They may transform again if they are trying to escape from pursuers. So what I find most interesting about this is that in a lot of indigenous cultures, you have like totems or you have spirit animals or you're blessed by these animal spirits. But in this case... You have done something awful. You've engaged in witchcraft and like evil practices. And so now you're basically taking the power of the animal, like to use it for your own um, vices in like a negative way because you weren't blessed by that animal to do it. You were like, you're just taking it and making it a damned type of thing. Um, That also sounds a lot like the myths of Zeus, what kind of stuff he would do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, only he was just a douche like that. Well, and there are a lot, of, and so when you go into Greek mythology, there is a lot of different yeah. shapeshifters. But that's, yeah, it basically, in all like, I find it fascinating that humans as a collective, we all have our own version of like a shapeshifter, whatever that mm-hmm. means. Right. So apparently, so this is probably why a lot of indigenous nations are not um, quick to talk about it, is because um, it has to do with like the witchcraft and how they're. Mm-hmm damned witches essentially Mm -hmm. but so this says like the evil society of witches gather in dark caves or secluded places for several purposes to initiate new members plot their activity harm people from a distance with black magic and perform ceremonial rites um so some of the things that they engage in would be necrophilia with female corpses commit cannibalism incest grave robbing during these gatherings the the skinwalker shapeshifters and their animal forms will go about or will go about in their animal forms or go naked wearing only beaded jewelry and some some uh, ceremonial paint the leader of the skinwalker is usually an old man who is very powerful and a long-lived skinwalker so i can imagine like when they unleash them against the yotes like i i think of like the white walkers from um game of thrones yeah game of thrones like that's what i'm thinking of that there was like this chief this chief that was like a badass skinwalker you know, it, almost like a walking corpse or something, like leading all of these other skinwalkers that are animals. That's kind of interesting that there is no difference between that description and how every religion yep. says <laughs> that same thing about every religion. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone, people, so that way you can kill them. 
you it can destroy yeah. and kill that. You know, because most people can't when you're confronted unless you have this built-in hatred and that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the less you can think for yourselves, then you just, oh, they're necrophilia. It's all that stuff. They're witches and that. But, like, those same things they're saying about you, too, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then you get these big wars and, like, yep. that comment, you know, mm-hmm. it goes back to where if this guy just makes a song, but that lady from that tribe is just like, this is, like, terrible, you know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're using it in a racist kind of way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though in the song, not even that way. Yeah. Um, traditionally, the Navajo will not speak with outsiders about these creatures for fear of retribution by skinwalkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, again, Fight Club rules. Yep. Yeah. You don't talk about skinwalkers. Yeah. So all of us are endangered. Right? Well, when we well, recorded the first, like... That's true. The second episode ever, we had to do it mm-hmm. three times? We yeah. had to do it twice. Twice. But he... In, but then when Zach went and did his phantom magic, he was like, do you realize there are parts of this episode that I can't use? Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's we were why haunted. I said it's the curse. We were haunted our first episode. So, like, we remember this very clearly because it was our second episode. <laughs> we had just started the podcast and we were like, hey, we're going to plan ahead mm-hmm. and we're trying to get two weeks ahead so yeah. that Zach yeah. has enough time to edit everything. And we were all just learning. Yeah. And yeah. we were still learning. There was a huge learning curve. And then we recorded on a Friday and it was solid. Like, we had really fun mm-hmm. stuff. We talked about it being hot in the desert and how we were, it was like <laughs> sweltering in the room. And then she texts me like the following week and she's like, we have to record it again. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> Nothing got recorded. I'm like, what? Well, I think there was a certain amount of time. And then it just yeah, blanked. but on but the it, computer it was yeah. recording, it was the, recording whole the whole time. Like we sat here and watched like we the green track. Before. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I was like, "Are you going to send the rest of it?" Yeah, yeah. I did. And it was really <laughs> she's like, I sent it was you like, the whole thing. We did the introduction, and then when we started talking yeah. about skinwalkers, it like stopped. Yeah, after and to put it into perspective, why I was like, "Are going to send the rest?" Because the first episode was actually like two episodes, you know, yeah. that yeah. they sent. So I thought there was going to be that same thing, like you know, they're getting used to recording, getting a back and forth going so i thought and you know long you don't know right. a concept of time mm-hmm. right and so i'm like where's the rest wow well, and i was talking to my friend that lives not far from skinwalker ranch and she was telling me some stuff and then things started to get weird after that and like really, that's all, been happening if you hear the one that was released and that was saved there isn't as much as what i did have there was a lot more talking. It's more like yeah. how we're talking now. But yeah. She would mention like my friend who talked about yeah. this. Uh-huh. And I imagine if, you know, yeah, that weird. triggered something. But it, it it's had not to, the first time we've had off, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Things. Oh, yeah. But, like, for sure. After I got off the phone with her from hearing certain things, weird shit just kept happening. <laughs> really? So for the longest time before Howard came into the picture, right. there was a skinwalker. Oh, <laughs> And I don't know if Howard scared it away or if Howard just was a skinwalker and I just named yeah, him now. Maybe it is Howard. Yeah, like, Howard we was the like skinwalker kind of... and somehow we've made it so he's a human again yeah. instead of a skinwalker. And it was always skinwalker this, skinwalker yeah. that. <laughs> it's yeah. true. And then we just kind of stopped and now it's Howard. I know, right? <laughs> well, so I have a friend who was dating a, a Native American. I, I'm not sure what tribe, but he was telling her some personal experiences with mm-hmm. skinwalkers and he they were up in the mountains they were up big cotton canyon and they walked to the car and there was a a dog that had come and was sitting next to the car and he freaked out to a point that he would not go near it 
And she's like, it's just a dog. And he's like, no, it's not. I promise you that they, that they I shouldn't have look- been talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they called someone else to come and get them and he left his car so he didn't have to go by the, this, by the dog. Yeah. Because he's like, it's not just a dog. Why is there a random dog up here? Like, but that's a valid point. Yeah. And not only that, but like, the other thing too is that you never hear about like how, how the dog is mangy or looks like it's injured or anything. Yeah. Um, it's always like everything looks normal. You, you can yes. approach it. Like it's misleading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like it's owned by somebody. Oh, someone must've lost their dog. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the dog freaks out on them and is like violent. Right. Yes. Like if you saw a mangy dog, you'd automatically think that dog's going to bite me because yeah. it's uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. That's never the case when it comes to the supernatural. It's always whatever it is looks in it's insidious. It looks inviting it looks yep. like you're not going to get injured by it and then the moment you get close enough it snatches you up exactly yep um so skinwalkers are folks that possess knowledge of medicine both practical and healing of the sick and spiritual t- and they are both wrapped together in ways that are nearly impossible to untangle so i found this really fascinating because it's almost like if you think about lord of the rings and you think about how that story goes on the premise of like good versus evil mm-hmm. um, or even Star Wars where it's like good versus evil and there's somewhere in between. Yeah. It's like as a skinwalker, you once were good, right? Cause you were mm-hmm. a shaman, you were a healer for your tribe or for your people. And then all of a sudden you do, you get too far in and now you can't get out. Like no matter, you can't come back from it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And it's because you're so entangled in it, it makes you more powerful as um, an entity as well. Wow. And when you're told don't do this, you want to do it more. Oh yeah. yeah. Just so like if you get absolute me. power, you're like, right. You. Well, it's just like yeah. those, those awful chips that we were snacking on. I'm like, well, I have to know <laughs> how bad the they song. are. <laughs> what is that saying? One man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> For Mary and myself, these terrible Cheeto knockoffs are, so just, what you're are saying, we're addicked. So what you're we're saying is that, that if I went to the ranch, I'd be like, but I need to know how fast it's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be like, how does this taste with ranch? You know? yes. <laughs> Maybe we could fry it up, put a little ranch sauce on it. It'll be fine. Skinwalkers are not boogeymen, and they aren't the figures made up to scare children. Unlike Angelo stories of werewolf and witches, this is very important when we talk about the supernatural, because once Christianity and Europeans get involved, it all gets fucked up and transforms into something else. Yep. Um, They don't lose control and kill everyone in their path or maliciously curse people for no reason. So... I like this because it goes back to being like a shaman or whatever. If you're going to use magic, you're using it for a purpose. Yeah. So it's not like they're deranged rabid animals or rabid people yeah. that are running around doing things. There is a method to the mad- madness. So like humans, they do kill. And like humans, they have motivation for acts of aggression. Power and revenge fuel their murderous intent. So like mm-hmm. you, you were saying, they have power on the brain. Yep. Um, they don't, But they don't murder as part of their daily routine. Um, Other than the origin story, legends of skinwalkers rarely include deaths of any kind or mauling. Instead, common stories include skinwalkers in their animal form running alongside a vehicle and matching their speed even as the driver Mm -hmm. accelerates. Yes. Eventually, they get bored of this routine and simply disappear into the surrounding wilderness. In some respects, it seems rather playful like a dog chasing a car that passes on the street. 
So much like a poltergeist, they take joy in fucking with you yeah. more than they take joy in harming you. Yeah. So that's very important. Mm-hmm. So by sitting by the car, that was, he was just, they were psychologically messing with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but if you think about it, like any we'll say dark entity when it comes to like witchcraft and things like that, any dark entity is going to be attracted to like dark emotions. So like fear and like anxiety and like, um, self doubt, those are all dark emotions and they're going to be attracted to that and try to get you to emit more of that. You're like a a light and the moth. Yeah. And then (laughs) from like a, like a pheromone stance, like when we're afraid as humans or any animal, we start to release like different, smelling sweat or like different Mm -hmm. pheromones Mm -hmm. and other animals can smell that. So it might be like a, I don't know, like my, one of my favorite scents is cinnamon. And I'm always like, yeah, yeah. Whenever it's like Christmas time. (laughs) So So I can imagine a skinwalker scaring the shit out of a human and be like, Like, yeah, really sweet. (laughs) That's me sniffing perfumes. It's true. It's an icky scent, and then it's gotta like, get it way yeah. up in the nostrils. Yeah, Absolutely. you gotta close one nostril like and just really like they're cocaine, like yeah. really, yeah. Sniff really it. snort. That's it. how I snort candles, lotions, and perfume. I knew it. So basically, we're just a Bath and Body Works for skin walkers. Yeah, I would like to think that I they would appreciate my scent. Yes, they like the smell of your pits. Of your pits. Yep. Yes. You better believe it. And your spine drinks yeah. sweat from all the fear. Yeah. Other places sweat more Terror than my spine. <laughs> your butt crack. I was going to say your butt crack, but then I was like, what precedes the butt crack? The spine. <laughs> I was thinking like my forehead. That's true. You guys oh, went that. to my butt. Well, Remember, my butt doesn't exist. It is a mystery. True. Well, that's then true. boob sweat. How about or that? Or knee sweat. Did you get mystery. like hot sweat in the back of your The back of the knees, maybe they need to be licked. Hey, eighty-eight. <laughs> Open those the portals. The sweet taste of eighty-eight. Yep, eighty-eight. Suck it in. Everyone's Don't gonna just it. think of eighty-eight from now on. I know. You're welcome, world. Yes. Try yes. it with your partner tonight. Yes. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. Just the kidding. Message. I don't want it. Wait, I, I saw know. a random picture no while messages. I was researching this. It wasn't just an ad that popped up, but now this is even funnier. This lady on the back by her knee, she had a double infinity sign. Nuh-uh. And I just it like, is a thing, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Like, but I doubt it had anything to do with what we're talking. But well, coincidences are weird. Well, the infinity is an eight, so and hey, I wasn't wrong. Right? I wasn't wrong. Nope. <laughs> you heard it first here at yeah. 801 Horror Oracle. We're always That's solving right. things. Underground yep. tunnels, everything. Inventing, <laughs> new, believe inventing it. new sexual acts that are both bizarre and pleasurable. Yep. Hey. <laughs> we just like to get weird and freaky up in here. <laughs> A little freaky naughty. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. We're ready. So we're, we're going to delve into a brief history of the ranch. Skip, skip, skip. Wah, wah, wah. Kirk. Ranch. Ranch. (laughs) (laughs) They just had to go out loud. (laughs) Skinwalker Ranch is about a 500-acre ranch in northeastern Utah, Inuinta County. Yeah. So, yeah, up in that region. In that region. Yep. So, in 1994, the Shermans purchased the ranch to get away from the city, raise their prize-winning cattle, and Mar- their family. Where's the bee? 
Yeah. On the cow. <laughs> what it do they win? Just how much they can go for sell per pound at an auction? Probably. No. I saw a 2,000 pound cow Mary, at an no. auction in um, Spanish Fork. It went for $10 a pound to McDonald's. That is so much money. But he's uh, to breed. Because it, it was a bull. But it was 2,000 pounds. He literally stood about six feet. And he was like from six feet all the way to the ground. Dang. He was so massive. I'm like, how can Shut he breathe? <laughs> so, yeah. So the Shermans were um, cattle, mm -hmm. cattle ranchers or farmers, whatever they you were. call them, from New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so they had their prize winning cattle there. They bought the ranch from Kenneth. If they Kenneth. came from Dulce, that, that's just too much. <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Underground hey. tunnel, everything. They did buy it, and they bought it. I want to point this out, All because right. it's 2023, and houses in Salt Lake County are like a million dollars, even yeah. if it's only like a two-bedroom. $200,000 for five, over 500 That's acres of land. That's what a crappy house Wait, costs. when did they buy it? 1996. 94. Holy oh. shitballs. That is... 94 and 96. 96 is when shit started to happen. The Bigelows. Oh, well then, the, whoever wrote this later. Wikipedia... Who wrote this Wikipedia? It's Wikipedia. Wikipedia. You're wrong. <laughs> Anyone can write but they're, but they're supposed to be right when they write this shit. Anyway, so yeah. mid-90s. So prior to 1995. I mean, $200,000 yeah. for 500 acres in the mountains. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, you could... I know. ...have so much room for activities. If, yeah. if Fugle hadn't or, bought it, like, I'd, I'd be... Oh, all up in that. Yeah. I don't care. I think I when he bought it, it was for a lot money. more. Let's pull our, Let's just buy it from him. Let's buy it from I good old Fugle. I can't Fugle. even make that much showing my butt cheeks. I, mean, I believe in you. I'm not <laughs> saying. I'm butt. not saying we wouldn't be engaging in sexual acts from to property too. All I'm saying is 500 acres. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say just 500. <laughs> but 500 acres, like we'd each have our own corner and I never know. see. That is literally exactly. about two miles. Right? I, we think, I think it's two square miles it's, about. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's so big. huge. Like it's one or two, but it is literally square miles. Like I've, yeah. I've discussed this with, with other people before, where you just get a group of friends to like go live on acreages yes. of lands, and you build your own house in a different corner, I and think you just have your own community. Idea. That's like what they were going to do with Sister Wives. Oh, <laughs> and staff. then all fell to, to pieces. And then Christine, well, see, they were marrying each other. That was the first problem. I wouldn't was, marry anyone I was, that was well, living on Cody my property. Cody wanted them all to right? live cohesively in one house, but who wants to share a okay. kitchen? It's almost one square mile. That's wow. a lot of that's space. Still, that's that's a lot. To myself, where yeah. I can run around naked and have bonfires and yes. all my bunnies. If yes. you didn't so know I was a witch, you know now. <laughs> You can have a bunny farm. It's true. Our grandparents well, in Monroe, um, yeah. in Central Utah, for those not here, um, mm -hmm. they have 290 acres, oh and it's huge. Yeah, Holy it's giant. But it's not in like cool foresty. Thing. And the locust there. Oh yeah, and oh. they had like and when mm -hmm. we were when I lived there with them, they had an ant problem. So you were no, yeah, it's it was more locusts like and ants. Yeah, Ooh, hell no. It's and like then, desert um, basically hay farms. <laughs> my my cacti and pepper plants would take care of those buggers. Oh, yeah. Like I wouldn't even care. Two hundred acres, man. So does uh, gas and other crazy ways that you can get. <laughs> Gasoline is wow. like the worst way to destroy insects. Anyway, you say worst, but wait till you pour it down no, there no, no, and watch dad, the awesome. No, like that's what that's how my dad used to get rid of the ants. Oh yeah, in our it's driveway. not the most and efficient. I'm like, that's so mean. Was gasoline? Gasoline. Yeah. You really? just pour it on the ant hill. Or yeah. people would do. 
like you let molten metal. And because too. they can breathe through their skin yeah. and stuff, they just. Yeah. But oh. they try to escape, but they go through all their things and they're... gas sucks out oxygen. Yeah, Water so doesn't they're... work because they just go in and oh. flow. They're suffocating, they're burning, they're being poisoned all at the same time. I know. That's why I'm like, it's awful. It is. Yeah. That's why it's cluster bombs are it's terrible. Just people. Awful. Mm-hmm. It's that's effective, why, but awful. That's uh-huh. why you don't yeah. go dunking for apples and gasoline. But oh. on farms like that, we have these gigantic diesel gas tanks on there. So it's yeah, just so you you're. Have. I mean, it's going to turn yeah. into plastic if you don't use it. So yep. <laughs> for those of you that didn't know, plastic is from gas, and if you leave gas <coughs> sitting long enough, it turns into plastic. I didn't know that. Yeah. What? If you leave it sitting in a gas can, because like this used to happen to my dad all the time, like it it starts to, you know how like in hair products, the stuff will start to separate over uh-huh. time. It's like that, like the separation from the gas is plastic and it starts to float to the top and you get plastic particles on the top. Holy That's crazy. Sh- I yeah. did not know that. So like if you, if you have gas for a long time sitting in a can and you go to put it Whoa. in your car, you fuck up your fuel system and your carburetor because there's pieces, there's shards of plastic in there. Yikes. <laughs> Learning all sorts of sciencey stuff. I am stuff learning here. things today. For the Skinwalker Ranch. So yeah. and carrots. Yes, go and on, carrots. child. <laughs> and carrots. And carrots. Salary stocks. So the whole time the Shermans there were at that ranch was only for about two years. So all this shit that we're going to so talk about stuff. was only two years. Five hundred acres, two hundred thousand dollars, and they only wanted it for two years. Why, Kira? Why? Tell <laughs> yeah, us more. Because crazy shit has happened. Crazy. That crazy. Funny. Property taxes went up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> property taxes. Really it was a property tax. And then they just said all this shit happened so they could get out of it, which no they did. So they could get that insurance money. <laughs> I mean, they did it with the Amityville house. I was going to say it's the That's Amityville all I'm house. Saying. Wait, it's a tourist trap. That's all I'm saying. They, we'll what did they do? It's a lot of exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, so oh. we're going to get into it. Get you've heard of Paul Bunyan, then you've heard of the Avenue Yeah. <laughs> Go on. So, they claim to have had dozen of absolutely bizarre, unexplainable experiences. And after a bit, it just, they couldn't physically or mentally take it anymore. Because so much shit happened in two years. And that's from someone who was on a farm, like, you become <laughs> tough, like... Yeah. You're not really grossed out by anything. Nope. And they you were like in the middle of nowhere. Basically, become a gladiator because animals can kill you. And yep. Predators oh, yeah. and yep. you like, can't be afraid of any bugs. Yeah. So in the Skinwalker Hunt for Skinwalker Ranch or the Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, you know how Dragon has a gun all the time. Mm-hmm. It's mostly for cougars. Oh. Meow. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah. Because the basin and the fact that it's dry, uh-huh. um, it would make a really perfect good... Pre- it's perfect predatory ground for and a cat. Too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And rattles, Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So he mostly, instead of just to look like a badass and to shoot people, mm-hmm. it's mostly for predators. I believe it. That's why I was saying that, because I've lived on farms in mm-hmm. that. And... Yep. My dad's been stalked by cougars. Me mm-hmm. too. And you, yeah, you have too. Yep. <laughs> Which we discussed I, two I episodes ago. So. <laughs> I was waiting oh, for that flip somewhere. <laughs> Only With that like, awfulness, let's move on. <laughs> what? She didn't even She's hear like, it. Let's move I on. Gotta, we all stopped. That's how we know on. so much about cougars, actually. <laughs> about those wild cats, because we're cougars yeah. ourselves. Yeah. 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 Call themselves the cougars at BYU. 
Oh, we don't song. want those boys. Uh, no. Those are be- no. Anyway, what about the uh, Shermans? So, June 30th of 1996. The glorious 90s. Come back to us, the 90s. Year I heard about I want to pay $2 a gallon for gas again. Terry right. couldn't handle it anymore, so he went public to the Deseret News. And then the world soon learned about this crazy place. And was then dubbed Skinwalker Ranch. So that's where it got the official name. Ranch. Is because of that. So, would you like to know what happened? What kind of things happened? How were the Shermans horrified (laughs) by their ranch? Yes. So, there's too many to mention here with all the other shit, but I got, like, wrote down the main ones, so if you guys... Tell us the juicy bits. Here's the juicy bits. Okay, so... Gwen and Terry Sherman had two children, a teenage son and a 10-year-old daughter. Yes. So, in the autumn of 1994... 1994... Back in the 90s. Terry and Gwen, along with their children, moved into what seems to be a beautiful and secluded ranch. So the previous owners, Kenneth and Edith Myers, owned it since the 1930s. What did they do, does it say? They're just like farmers. Yeah, so that's the thing, is that the previous owners, we'll get into this after the Shermans, but the previous owners did and didn't have experiences because yeah, I found conflicting I information. Mm-hmm. I found that they did because there were weird lights on the property, but then I found that they didn't and that things were relatively quiet. I even read an article where it said that they had no paranormal activity. Which, which I... Sorry. No, which was It's also in a book. For, yeah, which was strange as to why the Shermans were just like, all this shit is happening. But go on, Marcy. I don't believe that they didn't have weird so, stuff because when they moved in... There were locks, where? Uh, like, on the outsides of rooms so, and stuff. When the Shermans moved in? Uh-huh. So I found all this information mm-hmm. with information talking about all of that with the Myers that we'll talk about after we get through the ger- the Shermans. Okay. That will talk both sides okay. of did more happen or did it not? Lots of questions. It's also there was a book later, Utah UFO something. The profit they made that they the revision the was talking about selling it. it to them. Yeah, oh that's my a gosh. good price. Yeah, right. So, uh, the previous owners, Kenneth and Edith Myers, owned it since the 1930s. It had been vacant, allegedly vacant, which we'll get into later, um, and was a, <laughs> a wet dream for those who like to fix her fixer uppers. Hey, Dude, 500 what acres nice. though. Like, if if it was just like, well, three fucking yeah. two by fours nailed together in the middle of a property for, I would yes, I, I mean, would become a fixer upper for 500. If you get a hard well, if you on, live on for a farm, it, you are a fixer upper. Like, absolutely, you just can't afford to. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even after the Shermans sold it to Bigelow, Terry stuck around and was still do- fixing yes. up. He was yeah. a ranch manager there. Yep. So, um. As the Shermans began moving in, they started to notice weird things that were happening. So here are some of the strange things that happened. So, uh, let me read my handwriting because I wrote it really late. The real Okay, so the first thing was the clause in the contract that they signed when they bought the ranch required them to contact the Myers before doing any digging to get permission. 
I'm going to contact. The Myers, huh? So when the Shermans bought it, it's so they had to contact the previous owners, which is the Myers, for for permission to dig. And I, after we talk this, that'll go in when I talk about the Myers more. There's a few reasons that it could be for. Well, just from being on a farm, that's not really as weird as it might be. Yeah. You mass bury things too. Oh, okay. Like, I was like, on that's this weird. farm we had like it's in the middle of Monroe, which is like kind of the central desert and that. Yeah. But the like you just can't. There's no close city. Like the next one's like Richfield's like ten miles away, and they had hundred like hundred plus sheep and all these things. And when things die, you just have these big ravines, and then when you get enough stuff. You covered up, but that's also your trash and that. Yeah. Okay, that. So makes you sense. could have things like that, or depends what you. Do or like too. like a, could... a septic tank yeah, or yeah. something. Okay, that makes more sense. So, so when I get into that more, it'll also yeah. like so bring some more to side. Okay. Why? So so good so good on Zach and Kira for for normalizing how weird this clause. <laughs> but is. it still sounds kind weird of, too. <laughs> kind of. When I get into all that, it only kind of will oh, make sense. There's there's totally a sinister reason <laughs> why it's on yeah. there. Like I already know that. I'm just saying but why would someone but, yeah. sit down and see that and be like oh this is fine you, you know yeah. think of the time period those people were from too yeah that's so that true. probably isn't as weird yeah so because okay. they bought then, it in the 30s and then now like so then they arrived on the ranch and noticed that the home had so many locks and was fortified yep. and yeah, that gets weird like that so it was weird. on the the windows were um the windows and doors were bolted shut and there were bars placed in the windows there were chains for guard dogs on each side of the house. And inside, there were even locks on the cabinets and stuff, that, too. One thing yeah. I would wonder about that, you said it was abandoned for a while? It was vacant. Allegedly. Oh, okay. I'm going to get say, more into that maybe part after. the owners before, or the people they're selling it through is like, we have all these people just doing whatever. We got to lock stuff up in that. I That's mean, what I kind of think of. Before so, we get to the weird stuff. Yeah. So, so I agree with you, because I know where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's vacant, it's on this land, mm-hmm. nobody's watching it. People, like, transients or, like, people and from the nearby space. town will, might come and fuck with the property. I agree with you. Except. However. <laughs> yeah. However, we're out in the Uinta Basin, where, like, not even native, native Utahns like myself fucking knew where that is. Like, I had yeah, to look very it up and secluded. see that it's, like, the corner where Wyoming and Colorado connect to the state. Yeah. And also, everything that's around there is going to be, like, reser- like most of the U mm-hmm. and um, Uray reservation is in that area. Mm-hmm. And, like, those people already know that the land's tainted. So I have a hard oh, time yeah. believing that any teenagers on the reservation or any young adults are going to come, like, fucking around the 500 acre. Oh, I'm just talking people, whether they're, like, cultists or whatever. Right. That's, you know? yeah. that's true. But at the same time, because the Myers were so quiet, like, true. That's how, true. how would there be uh-huh. a cultist that come mm. out there? You know what I mean? Yeah. And on top of that, 500 acres, guys. Even if, yeah. you're, even if your house is in the center, like, oh, that's huge. still fucking... 200 acres you gotta go any any direction to get to it well and here's the other thing the reason why i think the myers are just not being honest because they probably don't want to seem crazy or whatever yeah is with the shermans the they would talk about how she would go get groceries come back put all the groceries away come go to the bathroom come back out of the bathroom and all the groceries would be back out on the table (laughs) Mm -hmm. so part of me is like did they have locks on it so that the Poltergeist stay. Yeah. stop doing that, mm-hmm. you know? That's a fair point. Right? And also, you bring up... 
I, it's not a show unless I knock the mic. Ability. I don't mean notice. to. Like, I'm all smack. <laughs> you know Marcy and Mary are here when yeah, shit's getting knocked around. That's true. But the other thing um, that you mentioned is that, like, the so if they bought it, if the Myers bought it in the 1930s, right, mm-hmm. they're obviously going to be, like, they would have been born in, like, the nineteen early 1900s, 1910. Mm-hmm. So we're talking, um, I don't, I think this is the, great generation that this would have been prior to the silent generation because silent generation is anyone who was born during the great depression and these people probably would have been born before that right, right. you don't talk about shit like this yeah, from no, those generations you like it's not it. until we get into like ge- like late baby boomers and gen x that people are starting to say like hey supernatural stuff mm-hmm. is real. Well, that's yes. like our grandma and grandpa they yeah did. exactly so yeah. it's like they were born in the, what, the 30s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, these people bought their ranch in the Oh, no, 30s, but I mean, so just were, our yeah, grand, yeah, just them. Yeah. They would never talk yeah. about this. No, stuff. exactly. Never. And that they would, would be downplay like, it and keep it to themselves. So right. these would be like their children. Yeah so, yeah, yeah. so it's like the silent generation would have been like my grandparents, like born in the 1920s and people born mm-hmm. in the 1930s. Yeah. And then it's the great generation because First World War was called the Great War. So, like, that generation would have been tight lipped about anything. Not yeah. just because, like, you don't want to be crazy, but also because, like, that's just not something white people talked about. Right. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. And it's absolutely not easy to get to anyone. So no. Yeah. No. So, they settled in, and then pretty soon after that, the first of many incidences occurred. Ooh. So, Terry, Gwen, the two kids, and Terry's father were hanging outside. You know, just shooting the breeze, mm. kind of by a cow corral, when a giant wolf-like dog came up to them slowly, but friendly. Like, and it would, like, what? It, how they said it was, it, it would come up so far and stop just watching them, and then would come closer, but, like, that very just, friendly. Yeah, dog, like a domestic. Inquisitive. Yeah, they the thought it was dog. domesticated. That, that's that dog. Yeah. Yeah. Do I want to attack you or oh, not? And then there's right me. Now, I, I would be like, get over here. <laughs> yeah. I need to pet you. That would be me. I'm going to be killed by a, a dog creature. Same. By a dog yes. creature. So this wolf was said to come up to the chest of the two. So I imagine it's Terry and his dad. They were six foot tall. So it came up to their chest. like could, the, If it's the a wolf, because like, Laddie was a, a full blown collie. He was about maybe almost four feet tall. So. No way. Yeah, he's yeah. a big dog. Yeah, like actual wolves in the wild mm-hmm. are huge. They are oh, not I've the same them. size as yeah. a dog. I thought it was a deer when I saw one because it was so tall. Yeah. I thought it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's see. And it was a a real buff beefcake like it had been working out. It's like cultivating mass. Dense yeah. and stacked. You've been those gains. Stacked. Um, and with gray fear, fear. With gray fear. With gray fury. With gray yeah. fur and piercing blue eyes. So later they found out, this is like side note from the story, but later they found out because they were trying to figure out what kind of wolves. Because there's not wolves in the area. There hadn't no. been. Oh, really? No. I didn't know that. Since the early 1900s. Later mm-hmm. on, yeah. when they introduced wolves into Yellowstone again, then wolves started coming down See, here in the 2000s. Yeah. You don't even. But till then, there were no wolves. Yeah. and yeah. we've kind of been a coyote place. Well, oh, yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's it's towards central Utah where it's very dry, where our desert is, there's not going to be wolves because no, there's no. not enough food yeah. sources. And wolves are not scavengers. No. Like, they have to. They they have to kill fresh. They have to kill fresh meat. Coyotes are scavengers. Cougars will be scavengers too. And not only that, but and if there are dogs. cougars and coyotes in that area, the wolves aren't going to try to compete no. with that. That's too much. Yeah, you yeah. got the cougars, the coyotes, and the wild dogs. 
Not to mention, there's so many wild like dogs that are abandoned in, uh, just all over. That's Grove. true. <laughs> Not to mention any scavenger birds, because yeah. there's going to be a whole lot of fucking hawks in that area. There's going to yeah. be um, any ravens, because ravens aren't, they are in Utah, but they're not the most common to see flying mm-hmm. around. But And there's going to be like shit ton of crows, too. Oh, I love crows. Right? They're not just crows. crows when I walk. There's a murder of crows that comes up yeah. and lives here. I want to feed them so they'll bring me stuff. You should. that's what happens. You should be friends with them. But I was like, there's a murder of crows! Because they were all sitting on the street. Like, yeah. I was like, so happy. I saw them when I came in. They were yeah. in the road. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where they live and you they, don't see them all the time. They, li- they, they, they hang out by the on the corner of 35th and Redwood where there's the Gen X, the 7-Eleven oh. and the food places. There's ton, There's like a I don't know. There's got to be a couple different murders, but a they massacre of crows. Pretty much, like they hang out because there's because there's either adults or babies. So I know they're Aww. breeding over there because there's enough food source there. We have there's a lot just of crows three out there, yeah. Because it's only yeah. three that I have seen. That's, That's enough for a murder, right? Yeah, because it has to be three. three or more. That's what I thought. Yeah. But I was so happy a when massacre. I saw them. I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, anyways. So, yeah. Okay. So, the pet. The pet. <laughs> The wolf. The wolf? Let, oh, where I was getting at before I go back into the story. So they were checking, mm-hmm. and they were looking up different wolves to see. Mm-hmm. It was a dire wolf that they pointed out. So, Whoa. And dire wolves haven't been around for I was going to say, they're extinct. Ages. Yeah. They've been extinct forever. The gray wolf but is a descendant of the that be even dire. taller than just like Well, a yeah, that's why they're saying, because wolves don't get yeah. that tall. But they're like, I they pointed out it's a dire like wolf. Dane like height. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, taller than that. Uh, wow, so it's a dire wolf <laughs> size thing. But that's the one that they pointed out. Yeah, yeah. So that was a wow. side note. That there. one, I would want to be like, no. have you, like, as, as before as Game them, of Thrones, have you ever like, seen oh. like a mastiff? These, yeah. An English yeah. mastiff is a massive mm-hmm. dog. And like, if you've never seen something like that and it's like just out of the blue, you're going to be like, yeah, you are definitely gonna yeah. be like that is taller, but it's still almost a five foot dog, you know? right? And they're like three hundred. I groomed one the other day named Snickers, and I love her so much. Aww. <laughs> Did she have a giant head too? Oh yeah, that's We're, my favorite thing. About I like them when they come in, and I'm like big head club, and they're... I take a picture with them because we have big heads. <laughs> <laughs> Their heads are so like like this. Really, they're mm. so big. Like I've never seen a full mastiff, but there was a friend that I had that she, um, her. Her dog was part mastiff, and then she bred it with a oh a Rottweiler. Oh, so giant it was Rottweiler, head. <laughs> and then mastiff, and this dog was huge. Like Ooh, it came cow. up to me, and it was like I was sitting on it's the couch, like, and it was okay. up here. But his head, I'm not even kidding. Oh, it was this. I believe oh. an English mastiff is second in height only to like a Great Dane, but the, a small. Yeah, English, English Mastiff is like massive. 190 pounds. Yeah, yeah they're they're Whoa. big. Their heads big are literally dogs. like if you put they're both giant. of our heads mushy together. Yeah, that's a that's the yeah, size that's of the size of it. Like yeah. even Saint Bernard's size. They're, they're, yes. they're gigantic. So yeah. like mastiffs are are kind of like they're one of the only do- dogs that are both like a mountain rescue dog, like mm-hmm. a Bernard or a Bernese or something like that, yeah. and like a farm dog. Like they're mm-hmm. they're giants for a reason. Like they Whoa. have. If a you're job. moving to a place with wolves. And that you want, oh, yeah. you want or, one of those because yeah. they'll just mess them up. Or a bear, like it could be a bear dog. Like mm-hmm. if you're living in the hills of like California or whatever, if you're living up in the Wasatch, like you may want to have a mastiff to be a bear dog Whoa. and scare the bears away. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. huge. They're so cute. So they are crazy. like humans that walk. Oh, yeah, uh, they really are. Um, Samlot, 
the dog in Sandlot. Mm-hmm. I think his that name's Hermes. Like Isn't that a mastiff? Oh, really? Yeah. Where is that American bulldog where it's bigger than a regular? I regular thought it was a mastiff. But when I, think I watched that show as a kid, I, I didn't know what a mastiff was. I've seen it in was. so long either. I knew either. what St. Bernard was, and that was not a St. Bernard. Because bulldogs are, are tall, but they're not as wide. Yeah, the American bulldogs, bulldogs are. are. They're, yeah. they're about this tall. But, like, English bulldogs are the fat, they're, yeah. frilly they're ponies the with the smack. Dude, I love those dogs so and much. And then they're on skateboards. And they so that's why I said that. I was just curious, like, if you've never seen, like, one of these. Wanna... Like, what if you saw an English wolfhound? Or an Irish wolfhound? Irish wolfhound. Those and things are huge. that would look like a dire wolf to me or if it just came up yeah. and I had never Scottish seen them. Scottish deerhound, too. Yeah. yeah. They're both huge. So, so the wolf came up to them, and they were just petting him. Like, it was very inquisitive, and... Was just letting him pet him, and for some reason, it just connected. What are we looking at? That blows my mind. Like a grown man. Holy shit! That's a. They're like um, small horses. That one's a Napoleon Mastiff, where they look like giant gray vaginas. And he, uh, (laughs) beef curtains. Yeah, he had an English Mastiff, and I always loved like just laying right next to her because she was always on her back, and she looked like a gremlin when all her folds on her face. It's a neo. We're, uh, we went on a tangent on dogs, large dogs, but that got it. The, they saw a giant, giant, a giant, a giant, a giant, giant dire dog approach. They mm. saw a giant dire wolf. That's one. But at the time, they didn't know it was a dire wolf. Mm. Or they did. Um, He's like, "Where's my wolf?" Dog? They're like my dog. I had a oh. Duchess, where she'll come up high and try to kill you, literally. Okay, where was I at? La 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 la. Okay, here we go. Okay, so they were petting the wolf. Um, oh, let it pet him? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, just getting all lovey-dovey with them. Like, this is cool. Yeah, it be like, oh. like a domesticated wolf. Uh-huh, which is why they thought Earth maybe dog. it was someone's wolf that was domesticated that, in the area. I missed that part. Okay. Uh-huh. They this weren't fully too, sure. This is too nice to be a wild animal. Yeah. yeah. Surely this must be my neighbor's pet. Yeah. Yes, and don't call me Shirley. Ah! Um, but it was Terry's dad and that wolf really were like just living it up. They liked each other. Oh. So. The wolf liked his pheromones. Yep. So then after getting some pets and some loves, then the wolf nonchalantly walked over to the, the cattle corral where a calf, a curious calf had its head poking out, Mm -hmm. just looking to see what was up because it's a baby and doesn't know any better. So it went up and just kind of like. You know, grab the calf by its head. Chomp <laughs> down to, right on it. Chomp down and was like trying to pull it out. Kind of like when I said this in the original one, but at the same analogy where it's like a dog that has a really big stick but can't pull it out because it's the wrong angle. Right. I imagine it would look something like that. But yeah. a bobby. But a calf bobby. But a cow head. And I'd imagine it sounds a little bit like this. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well played. So, so Terry and his dad ran up and was like, just going to town trying to beat, not beat the dog, but like punch it and stuff to try and get it to let go of the calf's head. Well, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So then Terry, good old Terry. Terry is my favorite because especially if you listen to the last podcast on the left, there are three parts of Skinwalker Ranch. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. But thanks for the kisses, Edie. She's just hiding behind me. Um, <laughs> so Terry shouted out to his son to grab his uh, get my Colt, rifle, <laughs> Colt three fifty seven Magnum pistol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
put that into perspective. Get my hand Jackson, going. Uh-huh. Literally, you shoot it and it's bam. It's literally a cannon. And oh, he's really? like an expert yeah. marksman. It's not like Terry a is. nine millimeter mm-hmm. or a cop gun where it's, like it's this, meant to it? just boom, 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 boom. This thing is truly it a cannon. Packs some power. You put it in, and it's small too compared Good. to that. It has a wide barrel, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. Wow. But if you think of like a normal pistol, like a Wild West kind of style, yeah. it's like that, but a bigger barrel. And it's shorter, but when you you have to use both hands. Yeah. Like me and my friend, oh, wow. we're just bam, bam, and we could we're good shots, and we could barely keep it because it's just so powerful. Wow! So he shot it point blank range, and it barely phased the wolf. So he shot it two more times, then it decided to release the calf, and just started to kind of walk away, but still like watch them. Uh, It turned back around to look at them. Terry shot it again. Mm. So that's four Four shots shots by this point. Um, And it it walked away a little bit more, about 30 feet away, but continuing to watch them. So Terry had his, um, had his son. So he shouted out again um, to grab his, is it 30... Or 36 to... 30 out 6? Yeah. That's a sniper rifle. That's a rifle. Um, and then he shot it about 40 feet away. It didn't... That's, that is literally a cannon that close. <laughs> like, that's going Whoa. through you. It still didn't phase that beast. <laughs> so he shot it again, and then he claimed to see chunks of flesh flying yeah. off. How could you not see them in the first place? Like, <laughs> Well, I I think maybe... I don't know. Uh, no, I'm just we don't I'm know speaking about out the, loud, you know, like... The flesh, like, true. we don't know if it was, that like... bio-armor. Yeah. <laughs> we don't right. know. So then, um... Did you have anything you wanted to add? This is on history.com. I was just gonna um, echo what you were saying on what they were... They have this tale on history.com. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just going to echo it. Uh, and then they, um, then it turned around and then walked away. So Terry and his son followed it because they didn't want it to still run around. Um, but it was moving pretty fast until it disappeared into the tree line. So they still followed it and tracked it for about a mile until it, the tracks just disappeared with no explanation. Well, and when they, they went and picked up the hunk of flesh... And they said that it was like a rotting flesh. Like it was... Like skinwalker. Yeah. It was not... It it looked like it was like a mummified, rotting... Like you might have came across it in just the forest and it right. would have been there for who knows how long. Gotcha. Yeah. It was not a healthy creature that was shot. That's so, goodoldhistory.com. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> Not everything the Shermans saw on their ranch was skyborne UFOs. They also claimed to see mysterious large animals. Most notably, a wolf three times the size of a normal wolf mm-hmm. that Terry shot at close range multiple times with a rifle to seemingly no effect. Um, the large creature... Oh, okay, hold on. One second. Uh, yeah. As he detailed in Hunt for the Skinwalker, the creature was approximately 50 yards away watching the team safely from a tree perched 20 feet off the ground. The, cre- the large cre- creature that lay motionless almost casually in the tree, the only indication of the beast's presence was the, was the penetrating yellow light of the unblinking eyes as they started fixedly, as they stared fixedly back into the That's light. That's at a different time. <laughs> um, for Keller? Is Keller not his father-in-law? No. Oh. No, that's when the Nids were there. Oh, okay. There's two Terrys. <laughs> oh. Terry... Is it Kellier? He's an Irish scientist, and he's the other Terry. 
And then there's Terry Sherman, which is the ranch owner. Oh, okay. So this is even before he got mixed with Bigelow and the NIDS team. Wow. Okay, so the first, not everything they saw, that's when they were talking about what you were talking about, and then they moved on to... So this is different. That's later on, which is still covered in here, but that's later on in in the the saga that is Skinwalker I, I know, but the first part, because it went into, like, I skipped over the date where it says March 1997. So the oh. first one where he says the wolf shot three times, that corresponds okay. with what you just said. Yeah. He shot he shot lots of things so many times. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a picture of Terry Sherman. Ah. <laughs> he, he looks hilarious. So the following weeks, they still saw that creature and some other dog-like creatures that would just kind of pop up, say hello, um, till they stopped seeing them. But later, a neighbor said that on their land, they did own a wolf pack, which was weird because... Um, like we covered, the last wolves that were seen were in the early 1900s that was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was another thing where Gwen, the wife, she was going home alone and she was coming up the the long trail. And there was that wolf and another creek, like wolf-like creature, too, mm. that scared the crap out of her. And it was, like, right in front of her car. So she just went up to the house and was, like, scared it would follow her. So the next day, she went to the tribal council or whatever to ask mm-hmm. about if there's wolves in the area to see what's going on um and they're that's when they told her like we don't have wolves here mm. and it was before the wolves got reintroduced into gotcha. yellowstone where it then came down to us but are are you sure that it's come down to us because i there there's sightings of wolves now oh, yeah wow. in present time like ogden i've heard and like others. actual just yeah. news stories about it's it. not like, like no way news, not yeah. as many but like actual wolf sightings have happened now wow but at the time when this all happened we didn't have no still Mm -mm. i mean they're still rare yeah because we're not teaming with wolves but a few i'm sure have spread down from yellowstone to try and find their own right area um so now aside from the wolves that kind of subsided the wolf sightings and now we're getting into different kind of strange incidences so Like, things starting to disappear around the ranch and reappearing in really weird places. Like, uh, Terry had this 70-pound post digger, uh, which he was using to fix the the fencing. He went for, like, I don't know, under 10 minutes to go grab something, came back, and the 70-pound post digger was gone. Just (laughs) gone. He couldn't find it. And I think it was a few weeks later they found it, but it was 20 feet up in a tree. A 70-pound post digger <laughs> was so crazy. up in a tree. Also, another strange thing that happened, Gwen likes to take, or used to like to take evening strolls. So she just... Not anymore! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that would be done with me. I wouldn't walk my dog. Well, I wouldn't she, do anything. Even after all the weird stuff was happening, she'd still go and take her strolls until this happened. So one night, um, habits are hard to break. <laughs> she was taking her, her. You'll risk your life. <laughs> her typical stroll in the evening, and she, this huge gust of wind just like went past her. She couldn't see what it was, but just like a huge gust kind of like knocked her off a little bit, and she had no idea what it was. So she's like, oh, "That's weird." So it did it two times. So then it did it again. Did and it she come back, or was it like it? It like came back. back. And huh. she still couldn't see anything. Interesting. But, yeah. 
So that kind of freaked her out. So she was just like, yeah, I guess I'm not going to go on any more walks. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't because of the, no the wolf creatures. Right. Yeah, the other experiences... <laughs> That would make me not walk, but or, that you know, I don't think that would just stop. Just the yeah. cougars alone, like right, like that alone. I bet she's I would armed not want though. To walk you know, by myself. No, <laughs> I bet she's armed as well. I, I bet, bet she, she is, wasn't yeah. holding jerky for some dumb dumb and getting stuck by right. Like this one, yeah. Let's <laughs> see. Also, utensils would go missing in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Her hairbrush. Her hairbrush. More tools of Terry's just to use around the farm would go missing, and they find them in just really random spots. That one, it can be them. Like, yeah, forgetting. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just, like, you never know, like, if you have another emergency that you got to prioritize. And Yeah. So I can but say on farms. It happens all the time, though. Some no, of those... I mean, like, because when I'd live with Grandpa and that, we'd have to, because it was just the two of us really doing a lot of the fixing and stuff, and we'd always have things like that or something. But that's not necessarily the case but that's right. not the tools going missing that's pretty common you might be repairing a fence like at one end and like say a water main or something breaks because a lot of true. what they did was irrigating you have to go because that will flood everything and also and water rights and everything yeah. <laughs> and so it is easy to do that kind of stuff yeah so then they started to notice weird lights and UAPs. Um, UFOs. Formerly known as UFOs. Yeah. The lights formerly known you as know, UFO. We really need to, like, get mad at that, like Sheldon Cooper did when they kicked Pluto out of the solar system. I don't give a shit what anyone says. It's Pluto so is a fucking planet. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Fight was, me, NASA. Fight but, me. like, it's been All UFO sudden, forever. What kind like, of oh, arrogant shit. bastard just decides... For our Patreon, <laughs> let's see Mary fight NASA. So I just want to go off on a little side tangent about Pluto and how it's a planet. Preach. So the reason it's, it's no longer considered a planet is because there are three aspects that make it a planet. One of them is gravitational pull, and they mean things are pulling into and rotating so around, right, around uh, rotating around the floating rock as it's, because it's large enough to have its own gra- gravitational pull where it pulls things in. Pluto doesn't have it. That is the only reason why they say that it is not a planet is because what? it doesn't exactly. And I'm like, okay, but here's the problem There's is that you're the one that came up with yeah. this criteria of what is a planet and what's right. not. So like, I don't understand because it's too big to be like, it's too big to be a, de- a, a dwarf planet and it's too big to be like a dead star or anything like that. Like it doesn't fit anywhere. Yeah. So they just like. And and not only that, but back when it was first discovered, obviously, it is illuminated and as large as the other celestial bodies, right? Um, and then as they went on with science and they could see it better, they realized that it was smaller and they were just like, oh, it's this and now it's not a planet and it is a planet, it isn't. And I'm like, okay, so first of all, you don't name something after the Roman <laughs> god of death and then just take that away. Yeah. And second of all, it's a huge ass floating like cosmic rock. It's yeah. a fucking planet, man. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Amen. Not every planet has to be the same size and it have doesn't. the same guidelines. There it doesn't. Well, plus, doesn't Saturn and Jupiter have moons that are the size of like yeah. Earth and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was- and they're not planets, but or not considered the size and all that. It's like, and yet Pluto is... Because they're, they're like, what, Jupiter's ten times bigger than Earth or some Jupiter shit? Jupiter is an unformed sun. Thank you. Thank we, most, most solar systems are binary systems of two suns. Or it, or it used to be a sun because the amount of gas that's but on It just there. never kicked off, like, the our actual sun. Yeah, and then not only Whoa. that, but, like, 
is it Saturn? It's either Saturn, Uranus, or Jupiter where it rains diamonds. Uranus. Like, uh-uh. Where, yeah, where it's like... That's my plan. There's a, so much carbon or whatever in, in the atmosphere, and when it's and with the amount of asmir... Asmir. Asmir. Atmospheric. Someone help me with atmosphere. Atmospheric. I can't say it. Atmospheric. Thank you. Pressure. It like... Atmospheric. I honestly thought you were talking about some, like, chemical or... A rock or something in there. I didn't know you were saying atmosphere. Nice. Well played. Somebody help me with my like. Obviously, I love to talk, but I'm really I terrible. I was literally at searching words. for like minerals and I stuff. Was, I just wanted to hear it a little more she before just I said to make it. Me suffer. I like that you called it Uranus. Uh huh. So when I was little, when I was little, it was Uranus, right? Yeah, yeah. But um. Not it was last year I was working with autistic kids at like an autistic school and one of the little boys that I worked with he was like Uranus and like apparently they rebranded like, no, as are. Uranus instead of Uranus really? and I'm like huh. why didn't they teach us this yeah. pronunciation right so now they're starting to see the the lights and the UAPs mm-hmm. UFOs to us people who don't want to refer to it as a UAP yet. So, the typical colors of these orbs and lights you'd see are, like, yellowish, orange, and blue. Those were the, the ones blue that were ones top were... scene. Yeah, the blue ones were the dangerous ones. Yeah. And where there's lights, there's trouble. Yep. Big <laughs> so, so, there was an orb that was almost, that almost liked to just taunt Terry. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> neater, neater, neater. <laughs> Pretty much. So, like, there, I can't remember. I think it was one of the orangish ones. But there was this one that no matter what, after a while, like, because Terry did it would go tit for tat, and it mm-hmm. would just start, they would just taunt each other. And he thought oh. he could sneak up on the orbs. But then later he was like, I think it was cat and mouse, and it knew I was there, so it was just letting I mean, it is an orb. Like, light yeah, is everywhere. Right. Yeah, that's like that hiding nice? from a sound. You know what <laughs> I mean? Point. I could just picture like a game of hide and seek with forty-year-olds, only it's an orb and an old man. <laughs> so are they seeing those at night? Hiding behind a, a hay bale, going <laughs> no, night and day. No, I was just too. curious. Yeah, yeah, so it's day and night. Yeah, um, Terry would notice him more in the evening when he was out yeah. um, making sure the cattle were okay I know, and everything. Like, especially in Monroe, like if we saw a light, because there's like there's not even like light pollution. It's so yeah, dark. It's clear. But when you see any kind of light, you freak out. Like, uh-huh. what is this? It could be there or whatnot, and you're just whoa. <laughs> and some people are like, well, those blue orbs could be like the the th- lightning that's low, but that's mm-hmm. only happens when there's actual storms. Yeah. Where you can get that low lighting. I can't remember what they call them, like lightning orbs or something, but it's they've debunked it for the things that they were seeing around there because yeah. I'm like they were like. Everything around it well, was I was, was going to say, like, I wonder how for it. that shocks you to see those, like, because you're like, this isn't right. And right. Is this yeah. like, could this be a light of someone trying to do something to my animals mm-hmm. or aliens so, or whatever? Yeah. So, so sorry, speaking oh, of those lights, uh-huh. um, two, uh, two people that I knew that grew up right near there said that they'd be, like, in the morning waiting for the bus to go to school, mm-hmm. and they would watch the orange lights like basically interact with each other so they'd see more than one and they'd be like going speeding down the street and then kind of twirl around and 
they said that 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 was a common occurrence that they would watch these lights, Crazy. and that was two different people oh. that don't know each other yeah. that told me the same thing. Neighbors around there have also said that they've noticed like the orangish yellow lights too, like on their property and around their property, and like later on when um, Brian Fugel and all his um, secret for Skinwalker Ranch team are there and they're investigating things like. They can see things really clear on the ranch, but far away, like on the street and stuff, you might not even see it, too. So well, light gets like, harder to see yeah. the way you are. So a lot of people are like, well, if it happened, you could have seen it from anywhere. It's like, no, not necessarily. Like, sometimes you have to be on the ranch. If it's like Vegas level <laughs> yeah. light, I mean, people, light well, doesn't work that way. <laughs> and then my brother's friend who was um, camping up in the Uintas, him as well as like his entire family witnessed what looked like the sky almost unzipping, you know, open Crazy. and oh. seeing blue sky and, and it was at night and seeing blue sky and something come out of it. And then it shut and they, it was like him, he was in his twenties. So it wasn't like yeah. he was some mm-hmm. young kid that thought he saw it. And he did take a picture, which I'm going to have to call him and ask him for because he posted it a long time ago on Facebook so this wasn't, like, that long ago, because yeah, right. I remember him posting it and saying, like, we witnessed this happen, and it, it does. It looks like the sky is unzipped. So That's funny good. you say that, because my next little oh, story... Oh, there we go. ...is pulled from so, that uh, We want to pause there and, and keep on the, on the UFO. So another legend surrounding Skinwalker Ranch is the story of a UFO sighting in the 1950s. A group of Ute Native Americans reported seeing a strange object in the sky that was emitting a bright light. The object reportedly landed on the property, and the witnesses reported seeing strange creatures with glowing eyes exiting the object. That would scare me. Um, so that was obviously while the Myers were there, mm-hmm. but that predates the Shermans and any um, speculation about whatever they saw. And the Myers wouldn't talk about it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and let's, yeah, so since the 1950s, there have been hundreds of. Utah.com says hundreds of reports of UFO, UFOs and unexplained phenomena in the Uinta Basin and not just Skinwalker. Mm-hmm. Neighbors of the ranch report seeing various types of bright lights in the sky, often appearing as a shape that looks like a doorway or portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Others report giant flying objects. So I think this is fascinating, too, because recently, was it in July or was it in June? We saw the Aurora Borealis in Utah. What? I think it was June. It was June this year. I know I missed it. Or maybe it was May. It was May or June this year. It was the beginning of the summer. We saw the Aurora. We saw the Aurora Borealis. And then during COVID, so during 2020 and 2021, there were strange lights that were being reported, like orbs and stuff, Uh like all over the nation. But Utah was one of them. And I just think it's strange that, um, like, there's been a lot of cosmic stuff, like cosmic align, cosmo align stuff that's happened in the last, like, I'd say five years, five or six years. So we have like a solar eclipse. That's a huge one. Um, and then we had like Pluto's in retrograde right now, which Pluto hasn't been in retrograde for the last, like, I think it's like 200 or 500 years Whoa. or something. And then um, there was also, like, the Aurora Borealis coming this far into the United States. Like, that's something you see in, in Alaska, right? Yeah. And we could see it this far. So it's, I saw it, a meteor the other day. Yeah, and then there's been, like, lots more meteor showers. Um, so there's a lot of weird cosmic phenomenon that's happening recently. Wow. And I think that's interesting 
not only for Skinwalker Ranch, but also in general. <laughs> it, interesting. In I'm looking, general, oh, go ahead, sorry. and just the um, for what we're going to get in with the Congress hearings too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind, listeners. Like there are other <laughs> things going on in the cosmos. That is yeah. more afoot. So I'm looking at an article from the Desert News in 1996. You mean okay. 1996? <laughs> June 30th. Yeah. And. And just one of the things when they said the Myers had seen with their own eyes and video cameras, had, do they have it? Like, is that public? Like, do they actually have video camera things? With I don't the, think they Because they say it right here. I, there's a lot of stuff that's not released cameras? fully to so the public. Because like, this is from 96, mm-hmm. the, this whole time period. And I'm yeah. like, whoa, so, I've never heard of them actually like from there. So if the Bigelow, if that's, that should be around the Bigelow era and hardly anything's released yeah. from the nids bigelow to the athababa which i'll get into the actual thing later because there's a lot of letters in there <laughs> but that's like they got rid of nids because it lied dormant which i'll get into and then they started the next era with yeah. the government all of that information only a little bit now oh, okay. is being released from but that it but does they're exist keeping then? most of the stuff to the chest oh, okay. so we still don't know and can see a lot of it because even when brandon fugel bought it they would not share any of the information. That was part of the thing. Bigelow's like, um, you don't get to see any of this. Yeah. Yeah, it was his, because it was his investigation group that, long that used it. Cool. Yeah. Um, but go on. Next next point of interest. So, speaking of portals. Yes. And skies unzipping. Yes. So, one night, um, there was an orange orb that, or an orange light that um, the shape kind of kept changing. Um, and so Terry was like, what the hell? So he got, he was like kind of looking around. He could see it best from his homestead because there's three homesteads. So the one is where the main house is. Where, yeah. Uh, it's That's not dilapidated like the others. Yes. <laughs> but, so he could see it from his house the best angle. And what he noticed inside of this orange orb slash light thingy, there was a blue spot. It was like the sky. Like blue yes. Sky. <laughs> and um, he saw a fast moving triangle or fast moving triangle objects come out of it and suspected it was some kind of portal. <laughs> so that winter he noticed in the snow there were there was um, a pair of cow tracks uh, leading to an opened area. So this cow just walked along in the snow to an area and then suddenly it vanished she was the first of five cows to disappear so now we're getting into cow areas of craziness so in april of 1995 they started finding the cows because it was spring so the thaws are coming the snow is melting so they found the cows in horrifying states parts of their body were removed with surgical precision there was a lack of any type of evidence of any kind of blood um so weird many more cattle mutilations would happen in the following months so now we're starting to find the cow mutilation if you would like to follow us on instagram or facebook or or, twitter or twitter twitter us (laughs) Tweet us. Uh, go to 801 Horror Zero Cult, CCULT. Um, or you can also 
email us, which would be killer, mm-hmm. at 801horrorcultvix at gmail. So 801-H-O-R-R-O-R-C-U-L-T-V-I-X <laughs> at gmail. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us your stories. We we will totally tell those stories because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to hear that? You can hear our version of your story. Yes. It, it will, will be, be a real thing. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people do listeners' tales? We'll be like, we're going to put a spin on yes, your tales. <laughs> this will be our version of your tale. We'll be like the the modern art of your tale. Yes. Artistic uh, expressions. It'll be beautiful. Also, follow us, subscribe, and rate us. A we, good rating, please. Please be kind. Yeah. Rewind. We want like two more listeners. <laughs> it would be lovely if there were at least two. Yeah, at least we'll get two there. more. We'll get there. It's... Marcy will show you her boobies. <laughs> and Kira will show you her anti-pentides. Interrupting. Just kidding. This is the end of part one to our very awesome second year anniversary of annoying you guys and making your eardrums bleed. Woo! I here at Antipen. That's part one. Part two is even more fun. Yay! So celebrate with us on all of our crazy skinwalker ranch shenanigans or flesh pedestrian ranch. You know, where it doesn't really have much to do with that. It's just got a lot to do with wormholes, portals, orbs, UAPs, or whatever they're called. UFOs. I always call me UFOs. Yeah. So, you know, thank you for listening, and come celebrate with us for part two. Hey, bye. Love ya.